0: Hello and welcome back to the Perth to Paisley podcast, episode number 128, as Hearts fell, kind of expectantly, to a 2-0 loss against Celtic, but it did not happen in the way that many, or pretty much all, Hearts fans expected it to. I, as ever, am Daniel McIver, joined by Adam Kennedy. Adam, how you doing?
1: I'm, am uh, I'm, I'm alright, mate. I'm alright. Yeah, I just oh i hate this time of the season do you know that i really do (laughs) like even watching other leagues like when teams start having nothing to play for like the whole romanticism and my idea of football was just ripped away like I, i just think about players that have just sacked it off and others that are just scrapping away and it just oh i don't know it's it's not it's not great but i i can't accuse the hearts players of being on holiday anyway that's for sure so, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I all's all's relatively relatively well in my world. Done with uni as well. Um so that's third. Yes. That's, that's third year done. Um so yeah, life's uh, life's life's a lot, you know, more stress free. But yeah, good. How are you?
0: Good. I'm doing very well as well. I'm glad to hear that you've got less work to do. That's very helpful. But yeah, doing fine. Just in a state of surprise after <laughs> Yesterday's game because we are recording this on Monday. It's going out on Tuesday because I am getting fibre internet installed, and I didn't want to risk it not working. And then we didn't get a podcast out because I'm constantly thinking about the listeners. So selfless, unbelievable. Exactly. Love that from you. Exactly. So we will, as ever, start around the grounds before we get into our game, and we've got. A whole bunch of games to speak about as there was a full card of action over the weekend in multiple leagues, which will make sense in a minute. But sticking with the Premiership, on Saturday there was four games. St Johnston kind of put an end to the Jim Goodwin revival as Steve McLean, former Hearts player in interim charge at McDermott Park, got his first win, 1-0 over Dundee United. Ross County stopped the rot as well, as Livingston definitely didn't, as they won 2-0 at home. Motherwell continued doing really well after a little bump that they previously had as they also won 2-0 against Kilmarnock and Hibbs kind of really boosted their chance of getting in the top five positions with a 2-1 win over St Mirren. Then on the Sunday was our game and then Rangers narrowly defeated Aberdeen 1-0 at Ibrox. Before we get into our game, what did you make of the other five? Um, Start with... The bottom six first.
1: Motherwell are going to finish seventh. I think that's pretty abundantly yeah. clear. I'd, I'd be yeah. shocked if they didn't. Kevin Van Veen is just on fire. I take it you've don't seen know his happening? Did you see his goal? Yeah. Oh my God. That touch is just exquisite. <laughs> and the finish, oh, beautiful. How old is he now? Is he 30? 30 or 31, I think. Yeah.
0: Because I was going to say, you don't expect, like, when someone's had the goal scoring that he's had this season, you often go, oh, well, they're probably going to get a bigger move. Like, lot bigger clubs than Motherwell but with his age you probably think just stay at Motherwell and yeah. become like a legend
1: a, a bit of a cult hero T- I mean, yeah. 10 goals in
0: 7 games
1: uh, genuinely bar Erling Haaland I can't think of anybody that's in
0: such fine form yeah Lacazette got 5 the other one about game that, that Leon game was an absolute <laughs> joke was it 5-4 or something 5-4 <laughs> right
1: Bedlam get um, Van Veen over in One. there we go <laughs> Van Veen and Lacazette Leon fans can yeah. only dream um, yeah, look, Dundee United shocked that St. Jobby won a game um, that's that's yeah. not a familiar feeling, uh, Dundee United they were in fine form of that. I think it was three straight wins
0: Yeah,
1: I heard that they hadn't won four straight since 2013, had I known that wow. I might have stuck down a wee draw or something, but the home team never wins that because when I was doing my research it's like 12, 12 games or something like that, so since September, September 2015 I think Saints have won four times at Tannadice against United and United three times and McDermott against St Johnston, which is just really, really bizarre. Um, the other game, Ross County, Livingston, man. What has happened? I don't know. What is going on? Yet there still injuries? be some Hearts fans that want Martindale to get the job as well. <laughs> no, <laughs> no! No! I nothing against David Martindale. I do like the job that he's yeah, doing. I, I
0: really like him.
1: But like, what has happened? No. Top six in a the formality. Say, like, ha- they're lucky that they've probably accrued as many points as they points. have to yeah. not be dragged. I thought St. Johnson were going to get dragged, obviously, till they're winning against United. But County mm-hmm. will be looking at it thinking, Kelly got beat, United got beat. I think they go to within a point of them both. So maybe it's not as uh, as done as some of us, i.e. me, thought. Hebs yeah. um, 2, St. Mirren 1, called that spot on, but St. Mirren... Jesus wept the nick of both Hebs goals. My, I know, yeah, especially you, me. Uran's oh, what! Marcus Fraser's been so solid for them this season. That touch is horrific.
0: Yeah,
1: and even losing fish at the back stick like one of their yeah. only big players. It's yeah. absolutely mental. Um, speaking of fine goals, great goal by Todd Cantwell for Rangers. Aye. Nice of them to do as a favour for once, but again. Could have done with you beating them up there. Um, yeah, really worried that Hibs might catch us.
0: It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. We've got. i Because
1: because a- now that Celtic have won the league, do they re- like again? They're We're going for the records points total. Though. I know, but does that re- like does that really matter in the grand scheme of things?
0: I think now it does that they've won it with games to spare. I think Postacoglu will go right. Let's get that as well yeah yeah the whole mantra of we don't stop we've oh, heard that a fucking oh, million times don't, honestly i'm just glad to see the back of them this season because i just yes uh, exactly really and well we've seen the back of celtic but we'll be seeing the nick of dundee oh, next year hooray yay
1: i mean Fats the most sake. underwhelming winners of perhaps the most exciting race in the championship in a, in a wee while that was just
0: well. They'll just I be straight that. back down next year, though. They'll just be straight K- back
1: down. Kelly was great last season. Yeah, but I think everybody true. knew that Kelly would nick it. Yeah. Whereas, whereas the you genuinely felt like Dundee could actually piss it away. I was watching yeah. on on Friday night, going, "Oh my god, please blow this!"
0: What a mental but game, game just, as well just for it to be gr- decided in.
1: Uh, what I will say, fantastic advert for Scottish football. That that was proper. That was that was brilliant. Some great goals. I mean, the boy, uh, the Queens Park Centre half that scored that. Why Absolutely. is he the best player you've
0: ever seen?
1: Can he defend, but scores great goals? Because even the <laughs> header that exactly. he pops up with later on as well is yeah. phenomenal. Um, Charlie Fox? was that I his think name? that was his name, yeah, Charlie Fox, yeah. yeah.
0: But uh, that first strike was... <laughs> that was Van Basten-esque, the way they that out there. And then you get McFadden just going. He swung a leg at it, just <laughs> underselling it entirely. Quite right. He won't want to give the defender any
1: praise. That's just no. that's just a fluke. Whereas if it was a exactly. winger or a striker or something, that's that's fully
0: really intentional. Yeah, um, absolutely. But what that means is. Is that the top three in the championship yes. now, in the playoffs, are Air United, your local team currently. Can't believe they've snuck in in second place for <laughs> what's <laughs> crazy Uh Queen's Park in third, and then Partick Thistle got in, and there's only a point separating all three teams. Air and Queen's Park both finished on 58, with Partick Thistle on 57, tied with Greenock Morton, but with a 10-better goal difference. Putting you on the spot, are any of those three teams getting promoted? Uh, oh, that's a killer for Morton.
1: Obviously, yeah. speaking from a totally selfish point of view, I would love for Air United to be promoted, mm-hmm. um, given that I could literally walk to Somerset for a way away day. <laughs> um, do I see it happening? I, I feel more confident about them doing it in second than I would in third or fourth. I think okay. the third or fourth, the fact that they have play, what, six games or whatever it is, yeah. to then... Like that is a just an abomination. Um, no, I I don't think so. I th- I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be Kelly that'll occupy the playoff place, and I think they'll just have enough to stay up.
0: Yeah. I I, I I'd right.
1: love to see an Air versus Kilmarnock playoff final though, because that would be yeah. mega. Yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah, I I don't know. Obviously, they get underway. The night that this gets released, don't they? So I think yes, it's, they I do. think it's Queens Park Partick first up. Um, don't don't know who's at home in that, but
0: yeah. I, well, I'll be, pa- I'll be watching Park the intrigue, aren't that's for sure. They're like well, because they because they because they're at
1: Ockle View. Yeah. Whilst lesser Hamden's getting done. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's an absolute. They've made a right no hunt of it, but yeah, no idea. I, that I mean. That's just, I would
0: like Air or Partick to come up. I hope one of them. I, comes do, I up. do
1: have a wee soft spot for the Jags as well, so yeah. yeah. I, I, either of those, it, 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 something, something different. Why not? Exactly. That's all I
0: care about. But, right it's, going,
1: but it's going to be whoever survives in the Premiership and Dundee yeah. up. I mean, it's Jesus. going to be Dundee and Come On they yeah. occupying oh, the bottom
0: two gosh. places next year as well. <laughs> oh, Can't wait. That is stinking in it, and we'll inevitably lose to both away from home. <laughs> yeah, absolutely Can't guaranteed. Wait. Anyway. We do move on to the main focal point of this podcast. Hearts versus Celtic. If Celtic won, they knew they clinched the Cinch Premiership. There was not a lot of expectation going into it. Uh, (laughs) I think I predicted 5-0 Celtic.
1: I I went for a a more optimistic uh, 3-0 Celtic.
0: Uh, Yes, of course. So, basically neither of us expected any points no. from the match and sadly that conclusion was the case however the manner in which it happened was a surprise to pretty much everybody watching Definitely. but the team was announced and there was only one change to the side that battered Ross County two weeks ago as Nathaniel Atkinson through an enforced injury was replaced by James Hill which meant hearts lined up in a 4231 2 3 one 4 3 goals Alex Cochran and James Hill as full backs with Toby Sibbuck and Kai Rolls two centre-halves, Cammy Devlin and Peter Haring is two centre-mids, a front three of Oda, Mackay and Gino, with Shankland as the number nine, however, as so often happens, Gino and Shankland kind of were interchanging a lot What did you make of the team? Because I feel like the general consensus was exactly what we hoped for, but bit worried about Hill
1: Basically, yeah um, I, You know me, I, I like a bit of continuity I, I don't like you know, unnecessary changes. No changes with regards to a winning team unless they're enforced. That, of course, was the case with, with Natia Aka, like you said. So, yeah, was feeling all right heading into the game, actually. Um, I don't know. I, I think there was a weird feeling amongst Hearts fans that might we actually get something? It's, it's funny how you feel with regards to when you're looking at a fixture maybe like a week ahead. Mm-hmm. in comparison to when you like get up on the day I feel like there was a, a little bit of optimism surrounding Hearts and I don't, I, I, I don't know why is it just because <laughs> we feel as though we like had the chance to deny Celtic the title is it because we've seen worse Hearts teams you know beat <laughs> in Celtic Celtic's unbeaten Run the fact they were due some sort of win or a wee bit of luck or that against them I, I, I don't know, I, I don't know, but it, there was sort of like an underlying sense of optimism um, and given the start that we made in the game, that sort of appeared pretty justified to be honest
0: Definitely, well, speaking about the start, it's there's two highlights that I want to mention and then speak about them generally because within two minutes James <coughs> Hill had a long throw that was clear but Mackay picks it up, lofts the ball in that's met by Shankland at the far back post heads kind of down but not completely towards Joe Hart who tips it over the bar however is eventually flagged offside and then about 8 minutes later in the uh, 10th minute, Mackay swings in the corner that goes as far as Rolls at the back post who heads it back across, however it's not really properly cleared by Celtic, ends up back at (laughs) Rolls, hits it on the volley flashes really narrowly wide the far post and this opening 10-15 minutes I think a lot of Hearts fans expected it to be That was it. We're going to have a good opening 10, but it's very surprised. But actually, the opening 10 very much set the tone for the first half. And it was a complete surprise. I think my initial worry when I saw the team was, oh, God, Jota or Maeda running at Hill. That would be my worry. It started with Maeda running at Hill. First 15 minutes, Hill stopped every single thing Maeda did. So they swapped sides and then they stopped every single thing Jota did. Shankland was getting the ball, holding it up. Cockrum was doing really well to overlap. Haring was running everything, and Gina was getting in behind. It was, it was so weird <laughs> to be seeing that against a Celtic side. And what's even
1: weirder is the fact that you've listed off one or two defensive players within that setup, but yeah. yet you wouldn't get that impression when watching it. Hearts started really aggressively. I love mm-hmm. that aggressive on the front foot. Look at cause problems looking to sort of chuck a spanner amongst the works, really. What, like, that would have been so against the script had Hearts taken the lead. Celtic have then got to come out, let's see what they're made of, see a little bit of response. Um, But the two chances that you alluded to, I mean, obviously Shanklin was offside, which was annoying, but he's on the stretch for the header anyway because I think Mm. Banyam kind just sends it that little bit too high, or that little bit too away from him. Um... And the Kai Rolls chance was a was a was a weird one. I didn't think that the uh, I didn't think the big man had that in him to just yeah. I don't know be that adamant that he's he's gonna get his name on the score sheet. Um, if it drops to anybody else, bar Kai Rolls, but any, anybody else, bar any of the Aussies in that yeah. in that situation, I think we're uh, I think we're one 0 up. But um, that's just that's just the way of it. But no, really encouraged by the start. Um because I'm an advocate for Hearts getting off to a fast start regardless of the opponent and it was encouraging to see that given everything that Celtic had at stake the magnitude of the game that was all just put to one side just treated like any other normal game at Tynecastle let's get on the front foot and let's make our opponents work for it
0: He's not mentioned individually in any of the following highlights from Hearts TV and I didn't mention him in that group and some people might be saying what are you doing, not mentioning arguably our best player in the first half. But where has this Yutaro Oda been? Why? I I think a lot of Hearts fans were understandably under Nielsen when Oda was getting 15-20 minute spells and he... He, he wasn't really doing anything of note, there was never a time really where we were like, oh, he looks fantastic, so I think a lot of people were not writing him off, but going, right he's for next season, fine, we'll deal with him after pre-season, we need to get something sorted. Yes, listen it's only two games, and I think you can tell with Oda he's very raw, so he's got a lot of energy, and I think his natural ability is there, but He's kind of second balls, decision making. That's what's going to come from time. Obviously, just 21 years of age. But he looks really good.
1: There there had to have been a flaw somewhere for him to end up in Gorgie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, look, I think for me, the overriding thing for me is would Robbie Nielsen, is that a regret not putting him in before, sort of,
0: he has been selected. I think Nielsen now will be thinking, oh, for God's sake. A, a, look le- ho- a little change
1: up a shape because we we were needing sort of some creativity in the middle of the park. When we were, when we were playing a 3-4-3, three, three, there wasn't anybody that sort of picked up the pockets and would look to slip Shankland in or Ginelli on the right, Mackay on the left. Nobody. The central midfielders in the centre-halves touched the ball more than anyone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So... He is a player that is certainly feeling the benefits of this new system, is getting to know his teammates as time progresses. Um, But the fact that he was made the sacrificial lamb for obviously what happens later on is a a real shame. Um, For an attacking player, I'm usually one of those that says they've got to find that goal soon. But as you say, he is that little bit raw that He's showing glimpses. So the fact that the fact that we're kind of accepting that he's still got his translator there, that he's still young, he's still, you know, adapting to this environment, still taking to Scotland, all, all this in the modern day players are seen as robots and they're expected to come in and perform immediately. I think the entire Hearts fan base has taken a, a look and thought to themselves, Right, we don't know a lot. Let's just see how he goes. Let's try and welcome him with open arms. Let's take our time. Let's not get on his back because he's still a young man. You know, he's he's got a new language, a new language to learn, new teammates to, you know, develop an understanding with. It's going to take time, but so far the progress in, as you say, only two games. Again, not getting carried away, has been pretty good. So,
0: so props them for that. Definitely. Uh, this was then Celtic kind of started to get back into it, as you would expect. 16th minute, there's a corner that they take quite quickly. We're not really paying attention, and it's headed Yuck. over by Greg Taylor. I know exactly. What a surprise. Uh, McGregor does really well. He carried the ball like 70 yards, beat three players, finds Hattati, who shoots from distance in a very similar place where he scored previously at Tyne Castle, but it's well wide. However... That was really the only chances they had in the second half up until a certain point that we'll get to. Uh, We then have another corner, which is played in by Mackay, but Hill heads over. Then in the 40th minute, we get a free kick, which is just met at the back post by Rolls, just narrowly headed over. And just, I can't remember such a positive performance in a half against Celtic. I will say, I've seen a lot of people be like, where was this ever under... We've never had this good against uh, the Old Firm with Nielsen in charge. It's like, well, we did have obviously, earlier in the season, the 4-3 game, where, I mean, we literally scored three goals against the Celtic team, which is incredible. Yeah. impressive. Franklin scored a hat-trick and somehow ended up on the losing side. Exactly. But I accept that in that game, we were never the dominant side. We were taking our chances well, we were countering well. It's a different game plan. Yeah. Naismith's Naes- game plan is clearly just... Go for it, but in a controlled way. It's not just going, alright, okay, going for it. Hearts fans just, what you see, seven up top, right? We'll just chuck random things. And I think a big part of this, and it, again, it is only two games since he's come back in, but I think Haring is so crucial to all of this because he's, he's so good at just controlling a game, so it means that our forward players don't need to worry as much as going, oh, shit, I need to drop back a wee bit more. And defensive players... Have that confidence to go. Okay, listen. If I make a mistake, it's okay. Haring's there; he'll be able to clean it up. And he just gets on with it and does it and keeps everything ticking. Isn't it amazing how
1: sometimes a player can play their best game in the stands?
0: How do you mean?
1: Whereby, Peter Haring. Right. So the Ross County game was his first start since what October? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So in that time. Think of the amount of central midfielders that we've tried uh, and used, and it's not quite worked out. Mm-hmm. It, like Peter Haring doesn't get that chance to then sort of wrestle his way back into the team if I don't know a George Grant performs, if a Robert Snodgrass yeah. performs, a Keo, a Halliday, etc., etc., etc. Now, I don't know if it's just because Stephen Naismith has played with Peter Haring that he's well aware as to what Haring can bring.
0: I think Naismith said before the Ross County game that he was going to lean on the players that he had previously played with, such as Smith, Haring, right. because he knew... Because he could use them as vehicles to get his message across on the pitch. Which makes sense, because they'll
1: have developed an understanding. I think Peter. I think uh, Stephen Naismith's only hat-trick for... Oh, no no his first hat-trick for Hearts St Mirren Haring's the one that slides the ball through to him yeah, so they've got um, an understanding of one another's games I say this like the gaffer's still going to get a game but you know what I mean um, <laughs> I just I I don't know is it is it the, the fact that Peter Haring's looked at all our other central midfield pairings and has thought I actually I'm not done at Hearts here if I um, play well enough I could stick myself in the shop window for a move elsewhere, and just say bye to Hearts. Thanks for however many what five years or whatever the heck it is. Yeah. Or alternatively, my time in Edinburgh is not up yet. I could earn another year, another two years.
0: Um, because he and Devlin, like Devlin, could do Haring's running for him. In essence. Yeah, I think he saw that at the weekend where it was. Haring they do kind of sort of compliment one another area. pretty well. Yeah. And
1: just let Devlin go and press and try and win the ball back. Give it back to Pedro and we'll play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll be honest. I was one of them that was that was discarding Haring a, a good few games ago. But it, again. Like Oda, it's only a couple of games. I'm not, not me. Get, I'm not gonna get I to was animosity. sticking by him the whole time. yours is through like sheer I don't know. <laughs> love. Sheer I was gonna say delusion, but let's go with love.
0: <laughs> I think love's a more appropriate. <laughs> sheer adoration, kinder. sheer yes. sentiment. That's the word I was yes, looking for.
1: Exactly. Sheer sentiment. Um But
0: he's he's came back with a point to prove, so props to you, Pete. Well done. Well speaking about players I love. Let's get on to the biggest talking point of the entire game because it was going too well, (laughs) wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Bar the goal, (laughs) it was going too well. The script had been written beforehand and Hearts had just chucked that back at the director's face and gone, not a chance of we playing that part. (sighs) And then...
0: And then... A ball is played over the top. I can't actually remember. I think Starfelt was the one who plays it over the top. I can't really remember. However... The front three. I think it's actually Ralston. It might be Ralston. It, it comes from that side, so Ralston actually makes sense. Th- the front three, the best front three in the league so far this season. Jota, Kyogo, and Maeda get on their bikes, as they often do, and run in behind. It lands up in front of Maeda. The ball bounces ahead of him. He's done Cochrane. There's a coming together. Free kick, Celtic. Cochrane gets booked. Now, before anything else, as soon as the foul went i who was there obviously no replays or anything i went he's getting sent off that's going to be a red card nick walsh gives a yellow card which you were pleasantly surprised about <laughs> i'm like we've got away with one get in but i'm obviously thinking vr is still there and then there is a pause vr the longer it goes on you're thinking this is probably not a good sign for us. If he's asked to go and look at it, it's going to be a red. And then the wee box comes out. Nick Walsh goes over to the monitor yeah. after Willie Collum has asked him to check.
1: Sorry, let's see your wee box again.
0: It's better than you and Anderson's or whatever it was. It's it halfway through. It just went. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I feel like anybody's is better than you and Anderson's attempt. And comes back on rescinds the yellow sends off Cochrane now obviously as I say I'm just there going I thought that was going to happen I expected that I then obviously the stadium is fucking furious and quite <laughs> I said, always, so yeah so and then half time comes we'll speak about <laughs> they've got justification to be furious this time though yes yeah. exactly we'll speak about what happened there but come half time I'm kind of like oh I'll check what the common sentiment is now I follow a lot of Hearts people on Twitter, so I was expecting it to be quite one-sided. But then, because of this shitty for you tab, I end up seeing oh, out with it. out with the Hearts bubble, and it's people like Tom English, Chris Sutton. How did I know that Chris Sutton was going to be one of those names? General, uh, I've got uh, Evan McFarland, who's a Morton fan. Everybody universally saying. It's a joke of a decision. It's never a red card. I then, through terrible quality footage as everybody's on the phone, managed to see the Sky Sports replay and I realised it's not a red card. In a million years. Before I ask you your thoughts, I'll give you my opinion on the situation. I think if Nick Walsh gives a red card, Mm -hmm. I think VR would have accepted that. I think they would have went, yep, we can see why you've given that. But... I don't think it's a clear and obvious error from Walsh no. to say, nope, you've definitely got this wrong. I think it's understandable that Walsh gave a yellow card.
1: Totally. And there's no need for VAR to get involved, which is the annoying thing for me. I, I mean, in terms of shit decisions... Is this too far? I I would say it's comfortably... Top three, the worst decision I've probably ever seen against Hearts.
0: If I, it probably would reign number one for me. Would you say that because there's VR... Because and of the additional example, help and the fact that the, they should get it right and ev- evidently still don't. The game that... Overall, the game that this reminded me of, going back a wee bit, is the Gadetti game. Ironically, against the same level of oppos- the Gide- same opposition. You
1: could, you could name five or or like a a barrel load against Celtic you know the Gadetti dive you've got the ghost goal that we score and then they go up and score through Brown I think if memory serves yeah like even stuff like Kyogo pulling up with his hamstring
0: last season yeah like (laughs) it gets pulled back so that's what I mean. I can understand that some people might go, well, look at the Gadetti situation. That's worse. But I can understand if you're saying, no, this is worse because... Because they should get it right and they then, don't. Yes. Yeah, they didn't have VR as a uh, crutch like, to be able uh, to use. Like, I...
1: Right. This uh, this could sound like one of these deluded, hearts, dah comments. <laughs> but I'm going to come out and say it anyway. The, fi- the split is a nonsense, right? Yeah, The final five, the S- SBFL, SFA, whoever is in charge of the fixtures, has looked at said five, looked at the quintet and gone, right, well, we'll need to keep it... We'll need the derby saved because Celtic could ultimately win the league before they go to Ibrox. So we'll save that for the second week. And then they had a look and thought, who's been in rank-rotten right form out of the remaining, you know, th- four teams that make up the top six? well Hearts have just won 6-1 but prior to that they were a wee bit shaky oh do you know what yeah let's just slip that in there and give Celtic the opportunity to win the league at Tynecastle before they come to Ibrox and then they're probably all gathering in their little office and they're all sitting you know with their cups of tea and hand in hand and they're going oh bloody hell I'll tell you what what a start that Hearts have made to this game oh, I'll tell you what uh, Celtic might have the possibility to win the league at Ibrox here don't know if I like this this is just, this isn't quite going to plan. And the game grows on and Celtic are gradually fighting their way back into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. There, there's, there's a, there's a foul. There's something that we could maybe slip a little, slip a little cat amongst the pigeons here. Oh, Alex Cochran. Yeah, looks to be a yellow card. Oh, oh, does he make contact? Oh, oh, it. No, there's sufficient cover in the box, but we could get away with saying that it's last man and denying a goal-scoring opportunity. Yeah, yeah. We'll give Celtic the helping hand that they need. Red card, see you later, son. And then we've still got another 45 minutes for the soon-to-be champions to be crowned champions. I mean,
0: what a total farce that is. How- the thing is... It's never a red card in a million years. The thing is, I said after the game, I was like, it's very hard for for us now and for people after the game to provide any analysis on this now because i i, I might be forgetting something right and it, people might go oh well this this and this i can't think of a game i've ever been at that has where a decision has completely killed the re- any chance of a result i us. do
1: i could think of one what? and it was the start of the season it was very similar vibes to this game entirely fc's yurik at time castle
0: yeah but that was our delib that was us being an idiot oh no I mean I, I, in terms I, I, of fully but, like,
1: but the way the way that you worded that like the referee yeah. reached the correct yeah, decision I, to send yeah, George probably. Grant off I know I know what you're saying it, I should have said it's the, like the a, carpet been swept under our us yeah, yeah totally yeah.
0: I, I I can't think of one ever that I've been at where it was just like oh the, the officials <laughs> have cost us a result because listen we still have to get through another half. I don't... I, I understand some Hearts fans are saying if we keep a living via living, we're getting a point there. Minimum. I don't know. I don't We, we I don't, we don't, know, we don't right? have crystal
1: balls, but there's every yeah. chance.
0: But it is like, right, we're definitely not getting anything yeah. because of this.
1: Yeah, uh, and the game plan again, like because we'd started in the Ascendancy on the front foot, now it's backs to the wall and hopefully
0: hopefully what? Shut them out. And how, yeah. how many teams do that? Yeah, exactly. Um, cochrane is absolutely furious. He shit, him and Ange have like a coming together with the... Ange tries I'm to see someone co- and I'm, tells them to fuck like, off.
1: I, I, would, I would love for Alex Cochrane to scrap Big Ange. There, it. <laughs> it would be interesting. That would be box office. Big Ange looks intimidating because of his size, but wee Cochrane's a fighter. I reckon, I reckon
0: Cochran can Cochran's do it. cochrane has got massive shoulders yeah, as well. Does. So he'll just... Body check. He's
1: one of them that, like, school bullies would look to pick on Alex Cochran and then realise that it's a
0: mistake. Big time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, From the ensuing free kick, by the way, Celtic do have the ball in the back of the net, but it's five years (laughs) offside. Now that, that (laughs) would have been Scottish football of old. Had they scored an offside goal and it
1: then be given, then then service would have resumed. And then, oh, could you imagine the meltdown after that? Imagine right. half time; those officials then walking off through the tunnel to oh the main stand, the gestures, the booing. Oh what my goodness gracious me! Yeah, they're you, they're, um, they're lucky that VAR intervened in the right way for yes, us. Yes,
0: <laughs> exactly. You uh, you hinted at it earlier, but in all that kind of chaos, we made a substitution. Oda made way for Kingsley, yeah. and listen, I can understand it. About ten minutes before this, Oda kind of pulled up a wee bit he felt his hamstring and stopped for a second oh, a kind of...
1: precaution then as well as
0: absolutely because so, I did see a lot of people be like why is he taking Odor he's been one of our best tackers I do understand it but if it was purely tactical I would say we should have taken Makai off because I felt like yes, Mackay's got the better ability to get us into the game, but I feel like Oda's intensity and his energy on the flank, yeah, yeah, yeah you, could, you could completely. sort of see that,
1: and then it gives a it gives a flexibility, doesn't it? Whereby Oda could then cut in to sort of provide for Shankland and Janelli. Janelli could equally go to the left hand side, try his work at cutting in. There's that little bit more fluidity, but I I'm not really that surprised that it was Oda. I think it was never going to be Janelli because we need his raw pace yeah. over anything and we probably feel like Barry McKay's more established to maybe have that moment in him whereas Oda as you alluded to earlier is still that little bit raw and yeah he was brilliant against County but it's still early days in his heart's career so uh, I, th- I think that was the right change um, it was a change that obviously had to be made to try and then go to a, what a four-two-three in essence uh, yeah. and just like I say, sort of shut up shop and try and, I don't know, try and nick maybe one from a set piece or something like yeah. that. That would have been that would have been our, our best way of then trying to go on and claim all three points. But sadly, it wasn't to be, and it's not to do with our performance this time. It is, as you yeah. say, solely down to the fish.
0: Like, that is brutal. Like, how... Also, right, for me yeah, listen, that's a bad decision. And you get bad decisions and you kind of go, right, okay. For me, the second half was almost more egregious because I can't listen, I can't remember the specific individual who did so. But in the second half, Janelli was fouled up at the top, far stand corner flag. A two handed shove, just a complete push to the ground and we got a foul. The the player didn't even get Talked to, didn't get booked, nothing. Was it Taylor now, or no? it potentially not, was, t- it probably obvious. was Greg Taylor, that kind of area. Remember. Persistent fouling was constant from Celtic players. There's the Matt O'Reilly challenge on Devlin that has been spoken about awesome. all the time. I don't think that is a second yellow when you see it back. However, he then. Commit another foul after that foul whilst being on a booking, that's four fouls, and he's been booked after two. That for me is like, and we're just, we were just held to different standards, and that's what was so infuriating. I, uh, do you know what's like? It's it's embarrassing that Celtic
1: fans, some Celtic fans, the more deluded amongst their support, genuinely believe that there is a referee in conspiracy against Celtic. Yeah, it's they are the most dominant team since the turn of the millennium. Like, this is their 11th title in 12 seasons. Back-to-back, back, they're on the verge of doing yet another treble. But still, you get some of these
0: numpties that claim that there's a referee in conspiracy against Celtic. It's actually a joke. Because that was the thing. I, spoke, I have a Celtic fan, mate, and I spoke to him after the game, and he was like, oh, yeah, we got away with that. He was like, we massively got away with that. He was like, we were the better team second half, but it's very easy to be the better team second half. He was like, you definitely deserve something from the game and it's like i can engage with that but just kind of going oh well who gives a shit champions again but but
1: but ultimately like that's that's absolutely no consolation to us like they come out and say that as though we're meant to just go oh yeah that's fine we'll take that
0: (laughs) no i saw on the radio or something it might have been sky I, i wasn't sure i i never heard it i just saw it on twitter where charlie nichols said something about the Rangers game where it's like oh the result at Ibrox is irrelevant and it's like well not to us the result isn't irrelevant to us because if Aberdeen gets something that changes our entire game plan for the rest of the season come
1: on MacIver there's only two teams that matter
0: in this country Where, where have you been living? exactly well the second half went as every single human being who has ever watched a game of football expected. <laughs> 50th minute, O'Reilly... I woke up from defense. my nap
1: at this point. And was devastated. Oh, oh, literally, I was devastated. Literally, I was in early at work and I just wish that I'd continued sleeping. Yeah.
0: Finds satati, but he chips it past the far post. Greg Taylor fires well wide from distance. And then, 67th minute, Celtic get their first goal. Devlin plays a f- poor body McGregor. And I want to kind of mention shocking. Devlin because... <laughs> shocking ball. Devlin... Was the ultimate? It was the ultimate Devlin performance. I feel because without the ball, he was his usual brilliant, excellent self. on it. Holy <laughs> fuck, man! The passing was erratic at best. <laughs> it, was un- it was.
1: Oh terrible. my goodness gracious me!
0: That so so
1: bad. That is little... like <laughs> again. There's just this little romantic side of me that just wants he and Benny me back because whatever. Cammy has Benny doesn't and vice but like that even Haring plays that pass yeah. a million times better than Cami does but it, you can't fault his energy you can't fault his enthusiasm his willingness to get stuck in loves winning the ball back but on the ball man just stick to
0: what you're good at yeah exactly uh, <laughs> or work on your game <laughs> you've got the yeah. entire summer now work on your game it ends up at McGregor's feet. It's played over the top to Hitati, who just plays it across the face of goal. Very similar to Kyogo's goal in the cup, where he just then just like taps every Kyogo goal ever known to man. Yeah, <laughs> he just exactly. darts across the centre half, sticks, gets a foot on it, bang. See you. And then ten minutes later, it's to Haksibanovic, uh, who was the sub himself. You forget like, he's like, even still there. And again, with these with these rules and stu- like substitutions, like their squad's just a joke. It was actually three subs combining. Haksibanovich finds Aaron Moy, who again Maybe cuts well. it across the face of the goal to O, who made it two.
1: And I meanwhile, we're well, we looking to like a Celtic reject Winger's
0: brother. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just like we're in we're basically in different leagues. And a bloke on loan <laughs> from Wigan. Yeah, exactly. Uh I will say the final thing I want to mention, it to me was like Good God, where's that James Hill been? Because I thought James yeah. Hill was man of the match. T- t- tell you
1: what, I'm surprised that we didn't uh, we didn't touch on that. I was uh, obviously, amongst others, very angry at James Hill. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, um, humble pie a little bit there. So well done, son. It's one performance. Um, hope to see another four It's one performance.
0: But yeah, it's a. Fucking oh, it was a great performance, incredible all, performance, not, yeah, the I'm opposition.
1: Not, I'm, not, I'm not taking anything away from him. He was fantastic, um, and it's massive that we've got somebody in the absence of Michael Smith because I don't think neither of us are particularly great fans of Nathaniel Atkinson. No. Um, massive that we've maybe sort of shifted that right back with a, a square peg in a round hole.
0: I feel though that usually both, I th- hate that. I actually think Atkinson and Hill will both play. Games the rest of the season. I think Hill will play away at Ibrox, and I think Atkinsons Atkinson the will games play at home. home. Yeah, because he's more attack minded. I could see that. I could. See However, that. James Hill throws do just bamboozle defences completely. I'd, so I'd be intrigued to see the team for Saturday because
1: I don't know. St are obviously very good in Paisley, as we all know, but do would say because obviously Cochrane will be suspended. Is Kingsley yeah. and Hill too defensive as a full-back duo?
0: I know what you mean. I'm going to try and get... Because I can't actually remember. I'm going to get the table up now. So, St Mirren are on 44. They have four points behind us. Yeah. So, yeah. everything is still very much to play for. As a result, you imagine they'll be right up for it. Because now, that's a set game. Let's just go into the St Mirren preview now. Um, yeah, well, I- well done on winning the league, you pricks. Yeah, well done. Hooray. Um, I genuinely don't know how it's going to go on Saturday because, listen, yeah, we got beat on Sunday and at Hebs we got beat. We then had a fantastic performance in the middle of that against Ross County. But in the, especially in the latter two games, there's been so many positives to take from Naismith and his style, but both of them have been at home. This is away from home in a game that you think, basically, the bottom line is this. If we don't win this game, that's third gone. I already
1: think third is gone anyway. But this is like fingernail hanging on Because time. basically,
0: I saw someone say, it's like, if we basically just duplicate Aberdeen's results, if we get the same wins and same losses, beat Aberdeen, it will then go to the final day... yeah. Where they're away at Parkhead, we're at home against Hibs. If we win, oh my God. you imagine we get third oh because God. you imagine that. Oh, However, God. it's all irrelevant if we don't beat Saint Mirren. We need to go to somewhere where we do not have a very good record. Recently, we've actually got a no bad record, but generally, pretty poor they're, record. They're, we need to they're go
1: and due a win Paisley against us, I think. Just yeah. quite worrying. Um, exactly. Oh God. Oh my God, why have you given me that sort of... Yeah, that so that circumstance. Honest, what I would give for that! I cannot... 2,000. It. Oh my again. God. I, genuinely. I so, yeah, to
0: get third, we need to beat Aberdeen, beat Hibbs, beat St Mirren, and then match Aberdeen's results yes. against the old firm. Yes. Yeah, oh. Uh,
1: um, I will
0: say this right now. If that happens, if from this position we get third, Naismith should get the job. Wow. From this position, with four wow. games left, a ten point swing, with twelve available, Naismith should definitely get the job. So I don't think he's going to do it, <laughs> but it would be say, an so, insane achievement. So what are you thinking with regards to the weekend? I would play the exact team he started against
1: Selig. I wasn't Meaning team selection. I was meaning more a scoreline, but I like
0: it. I think it'll finish one all. So die, so die. You can just see that, can't you? I think Shankland will score, and then Gogic or <laughs> Mean or somebody else. Who's it? Declan always scores. Just now, yeah, Declan Gallagher. One of the oh will set score. piece
1: bang. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, thanks for exactly.
0: that. Exactly. So are you going one-all as well? Yeah, I, I just...
1: Oh, because, uh, oh. oh, like, see, on this show, I try and find the right balance between positivity and delusion. Mm-hmm. I try and be as positive as I can, but I'm also a realist, and it's gone sort of too well recent, like, under Naismith so far. That's what I meant to say in regards to the Celtic game. That's who I probably felt sorry for the most. Yeah. Alongside the players. Like, Naismith's trying his damnedest to get the job a win over Celtic, and we'd be, particularly with Rangers beating Aberdeen at Ibrox, we'd be starting to feel a heck of a lot better about things. I have seen somebody say, it's these sliding door moments of football whereby that Cochrane Red doesn't happen, which isn't his fault, like, Naismith's chances of now landing the permanent job are sort of scuppered or not as high as they once were, it's, it's shit, man. I I really did feel for Naismith.
0: Yeah. I saw someone say that if we beat St Mirren and Aberdeen and Hib's draw, there's only two points between us, and we have still got to play Aberdeen and a Mike. That's too, it's creating too perfect a scenario, and it's just not going to happen. Aberdeen will beat Hibs. We'll get scudded in Paisley, and they'll be like, "All right, okay." This is the tr- eight points. This is the difficult thing. Would we want? We probably wouldn't want Hibs to beat Aberdeen. No, we want a draw. A draw, is but we dream.
1: host both Hibs and Aberdeen.
0: Yeah, a draw is still the dream, though, because it means that we, as long as we win. Yeah, well that's that, exactly, so yeah, like, <laughs> the various win. stipulations Oh god. It's look, don't throw in the towel. That's the message to the but yeah, it doesn't matter if you if Adam and Daniel for the Pet to Paisley podcast have, just Naismith, don't I hope throw Naismith in the towel. I hope Naismith's like post match team talk to them was just if we play like that against St. Mirren we'll win.
1: So lots of that so show. Do that and it, it is right. It is right. We we play with that intensity, that same application, with the players we've got. We've got we've got every chance.
0: Come on, believe. Well, we'll see what happens. Next episode, however, we of course have to finish with a quiz. Great. <laughs> so <laughs> buzzing about. I'm it. Delighted. I keep. For anyone who's listening or watching on YouTube, I keep going like that, moving back, because I've got a new microphone, and it's really close to my face, and I keep nearly punching it, squaring the (laughs) microphone, and it's really annoying me. So, apologies if you keep noticing that. So, the quiz. We've got multiple choice, true or false, who am I, all that part. So, we're starting with the multiple choice. Okay. It was Keo's birthday yesterday. (laughs) Uh How old did he turn? 22, 23, 24 or 25? 25. He's one for one. (laughs) Nice. Because he's a 98 like me. Yes. Who Who was the last goal scorer in the Hearts St Mirren fixture? Is it our last goal scorer? No. The last goal scorer in the fixture. Oh, Jesus. Uh, who got their second? Oh, oh! Is this
1: the contentious goal? <laughs>
0: Isn't it, it? I
1: can't remember. Is this not the the O'Hara slash Gogic one? Yeah, because yes, me. Yeah, because me scored the first goal, yeah. you bastard. <laughs> yes, it um, is. Was it given? It was given to Gogic, was it not? Is that your answer? I don't know. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> <hustle. laughs> I think. Yeah, I think it was given to Gogic. Correct. Yeah. Alex Gogic <laughs> last
0: What one. an arsehole. I'll be honest, I forgot about that. I just went on it it oh. just says Gogic 56 or something. But yeah, it was really good. Con- because O'Hara
1: celebrates. Yeah,
0: exactly. Half the crowd thought it was O'Hara. Oh, you are a. Well, I apologise. Sly Fox! Right. But you got it. Yeah, you got but, it. Just by the skin of my teeth. Right, true or false? This season, Alex Cochrane has more red cards than goals.
1: Oh. Oh, what a cracking question that is. Thank you very much. Right, so he's been sent off against Celtic twice. Was, was the county goal his first goal of the season? oh god oh I feel like it might be but it can't be right think when else has Alex Cochran scored this season has he scored
0: yeah it's this season it's not his time at heart I'm going to say that he scored more goals than he's been sent off I don't know what to do now because you've just fucked yourself. Because it's neither. The answer is oh, false because he has the same. Oh, that is he has so two annoying. goals two, each. two oh, that's guys. so annoying. If all you'd said there was false, you would have got it. But yeah, you specifically yeah. said false, he no, has more goals. That's fair enough. That's, I'll that's, give you a half point for that. Right, okay. Because uh, you got false, you. but you were specific enough. And I, and I did say. have
1: the logic to say... Yeah, yeah, might, might uh so so the two signings offer against Celtic,
0: his goal yep. against County, who else did he score against? Dundee United at home, three one. Humphrey scored. He's a Oh raker. Jesus, so he did. Was that the equaliser? Yep. Barry oh, Mackay had a really so... nice wee pass to play with him. <laughs> He's still got a half point.
1: Oh no, but ah, oh, I'm kicking myself there. he got two line. and a half. Right, you're going to hate this question, oh, and it's so Jesus. unfair. Oh, no. This
0: is right out the Adam Kennedy is this, question. Is this a
1: multiple choice, or this is just a I need the answer? No, this is oh, just a... God.
0: It's why it's bullshit, and oh, I do apologise. Jesus. How many times in our last 72 meetings with Celtic have we won? <laughs> <laughs> last 72? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's the number, but when I searched for number. head-to-head, it gave me the last 72 fixtures. What's this, all comps? Yeah. <laughs> if you get this, actually, actually, uh-huh. because it's bullshit, if you get it within two, I'll give you it.
1: Well, that's kind of you.
0: Two either way. Do you know what? I've got three numbers that are in my head,
1: and I don't think that... I've got 8, 10 and 12 in my head. So if I go for 10, I'll then have 8 as a possible answer and 12 as a possible answer.
0: So I'll say bang on 10. The correct answer is 12. Oh! (laughs) I'll sort of take that. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's impressive. Uh, The fact that you nearly got it bang on is incredible. I didn't think it was as many as that. I thought that was ambitious. 12 out of 72. Jesus. I don't know how many draws we have in there. I know it's not just 60 losses, oh, but it's probably close was, to 60 <laughs> 55 almost and 5 them. draws. Yeah. Uh, Crazy. Right, so 3.5 out of 4.
1: That's alright. <laughs> it's done, I'll, it's done I'll, very I'll, well. All things considered, I'll take it. I would like I'm a Drami
0: though. I'm now totally panicking that we've done this person before. But we'll see. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> right, so i was capped five times at under 21 level for my country but never played for the men's team across my time at hearts i only played four times for the club i've played in scotland and america i have three honors to my name and i've only played more than 30 games at a single club twice despite having over 10 clubs who am i jesus wait only scotland and america Yep. Don't think we've done
1: this player before. (laughs) Scotland
0: and America? I think if you ask... I think there's one question that if you ask, you'll get it without needing a second question. Right, okay. So here's hoping you don't (laughs) ask that question. I'm sort of
1: tempted to ask for the clubs in order, but again, like that sort of...
0: No, do you know what I'm going to ask for? I'm going to ask, when did they play for Hearts, McIver? This individual played for Hearts between 2007 and 2014. Four appearances in seven years? Yes! <laughs> Jesus, whipped. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So he was at us for a fair amount of time.
1: Being a professional footballer must be amazing. they don't they don't you'll have ended that like (laughs) Kevin Kyle said to me that he earned 200 grand at whilst at hearts he spent half of it fucking injured
0: yeah exactly
1: (sighs) (sighs) oh my god four appearances for hearts in seven (laughs) years and they've only played in Scotland and America I don't have a clue I do not have the foggiest. Still got another question. That seems to me like he's like a goalkeeper or something. Like, like that can't you can't be an outfield okay. player and making four appearances in seven seasons? Do I ask for the clubs and just hope that I've picked up where we signed <laughs> said player <laughs> from somewhere? <laughs> I think I do because I can't ask for anything. Like, I can't think of anything else to ask. So, can I have the the, the order of clubs, or sorry, the clubs that they've
0: played for in order, please, Mackenzie? Yes, you can. Ross County, Hearts, oh, East Fife, Airdrie, East Fife, St Mirren, Kilmarnock, Orlando City B, Partick Thistle, Inverness. <laughs> so. So, hold on. They've nipped over to the States for a little holiday and they've come
1: back and they're classing that as. Oh my god. I don't have a clue who this is. No idea. Ross County. Yes. 2000. Who did we sign from Ross County in 2007? <laughs> this is what's wrong with this game. Like, you ask yourself such obscure questions. <laughs> Why would I know who he signed from Ross County in 2007 as a young whipper? No idea. Uh, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any names in your head at all? No, I was going to say like Steve Banks or something like that, but I'm pretty sure he <laughs> came okay? from Dundee United. I've got no clue. <laughs> Would Steve came it, from Ross County d- is Florida the type of place that Steve would like to go on holiday I don't
0: Maybe. know I don't. who knows can, I, Me, can, you get the, I know. can you get the clubs again please yeah of course Ross County Hearts East Fife Airdrie East Fife St Mirren Kilmarnock Orlando City B Park Thistle Inverness
1: yeah no Dundee United in there so I can't
0: go for Steve Banks <laughs> <laughs> oh god or maybe you're just misremembering that we signed Steve Maitland <laughs> to United. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I will just have to resort to him
1: because I generally like there's no <laughs> there's nobody else that's entering my brain. <laughs>
0: oh, God, Ross County.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um.
0: give up steve banks don't know no idea adam has guessed steve banks the answer is going viral on twitter this week so i thought of him mark ridgers
1: <laughs> i thought we said remember S. so shows what i know
0: <laughs> so did I. <laughs> why did he go viral on twitter this week because did you see his attempted save against air for the last minute goal no oh my it. god i need to try and explain it to you as you Actually need to search it for it right well. now
1: that is so annoying i'm gonna search it up just to you see need this. to
0: search for it right now and for the listeners who haven't seen it basically the ball is played across is a nice wee bit of passage play by air and it's tapped in to the near post for ridgers and ridgers just jumps backwards out the way of it and people think he that? had Yep, there we go. <laughs> I've seen that, bo-
1: that boy, Kieran Ashton, who's a Partick Thistle fan, but mm-hmm. let's be honest here, Inverness goalkeeper Mark Richards definitely had air to win on his coupon last night. That's
0: what I was just about uh, to say. Everybody started accusing of that, because what is he doing? So yeah, Mark Ridgers. For some reason, I had it in my head there that we'd already guessed Mark Richards as I did it, and I panicked. At least I knew it was a goalkeeper. Um, so yeah, obviously, to explain, I was capped five times. Seven. So, he played five times for under 21's level for Scotland, but never got a full cap. Across my time at Hearts, I only played...
1: (laughs) I've had a (laughs) nuke here.
0: He's from Inverness. I honestly thought he was English. Sorry, Mark, if you so happen to be watching. So, across my time at Hearts, I only played four times for the club. When he was at us, he went on loan to East Fife twice and Airdrie. Makes sense. So, he only played four times. Uh, I've played in Scotland and America, all the Scottish teams, and then Orlando. I have three honours to my name. One of them... Is the cup for us, obviously. Get them, is the cup for us in 11-12. Yeah, the and then he's won the Challenge Cup with Inverness twice. That doesn't count. <laughs> and then I've only played more than 30 games at a single club twice, despite having 10 clubs. Uh. So for us, he only played four. For Airdrie, he played 34 in a single season. 10-11. Then... From How many games did he play over in the states? Can, we, can I know that? Uh, he played twenty-seven for Orlando City B for one year. Like the, like
1: the the Yank system's weird because he's not even like like I don't even know like that's obviously not MLS. So what what league is no. that in? Like is that is that a competitive league? Is that in
0: MLS Next Pro?
1: Whatever that is. Whatever the fuck that is. The young MLS in essence.
0: It's classic. It's the third tier.
1: United Soccer League side. Okay. It's a. I don't know. I, but yeah, he played in that. That threw me off. Uh,
0: I'm, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I had no idea that he played the... I thought I'm, he was just in Scotland forever. I'm actually kind of... I'm kind of disappointed with myself. But that, like, that was wild. <laughs> Absolutely wild. I was really worried that if you... If you asked the clubs and heard Inverness was his last club you would just go and especially because you were like, oh he's probably a goalie I was worried you would just guess Richards as like a a general thing. I thought we
1: got him from Inverness, I didn't realise that he was even at County I didn't know he'd played for both Highland clubs That's why you need to pay attention to your your backup goalkeeper's career, so
0: so, sorry Mark
1: I I knew that you hadn't played that frequently for us but I was
0: on the right lines just leave it off Well, we'll be interested to know if any are you's got Mark Richards, and if you have enjoyed this episode which if you have please leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice it massively helps us if you've been watching us on youtube to see adam struggle he <laughs> say steve banks then please leave a like comment and subscribe it massively helps us we're at perth to paisley on all forms of social media also perth to paisley at gmail.com if you want to fire us over an email Adam, where can they get you and all the socials? Uh, you can get
1: me on all the socials to uh, to get all my betting tips, just as Mark Ridgers did, uh, at Adam T. <laughs> What
0: about yourself, mate? Um, at D. 22. We'll be back next week to discuss, hopefully, a win in Paisley. But probably not. And anything else that happens in between then. But until then, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Come on, up!